Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here at the Dream Factory are simple. We can discuss as many of your ideas as we'd like, but only one can be taken to the next stage where it'll be signed, sealed and posted to Lapland. I'm Joel, a man who puts the rolling, rolling, rolling into Let's Go Christmas caroling. And across from me is John Harris, a man who is giddy at the prospect of telling his son the story of Pere Futard this Christmas. Is that right, I have no, no idea what you're talking about. Well, it's a particular bit of French folklore about three little children who get lost and captured by the wicked butcher, Pierre Futard. I assumed this was a big part of your childhood growing up. The story <laughs> of the wicked Christmas butcher. Thing. And, all, and as a result, kids put out a little boot or a shoe every year <laughs> full of gifts and sweets. This is... I just assumed you're French. I assumed this was a big thing. I thought it was like the mince pies and the carrots. There's no that recognition sounds... in your eyes at all. No, maybe this is it. You've caught me. I'm not really half French. You've got me finally on. Oh, what is it? So you don't have a very. Uh, yes, that's what it is. You don't have a very French Christmas. No, not at all. Couldn't be more British. So okay, make um, that what you will. John, hello. We're not alone today. I know there is in fact a bearded man making his way down the chimney. <laughs> because it wouldn't be Christmas without the podcaster, poet, broadcaster, actor, Twitch streamer extraordinaire, and, you know, all round good eggnog Scroobius Pip. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello, guys. It's lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. So exciting. It's been, I was trying to think of the last time we did one with a guest, John, that it feels it's so exciting to have another voice in the room. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a long time since we, we've gone remote. We've never had a guest, but we trust you, Pip, and your Wi Fi. So you're here. Well, it's kind of bittersweet for me because I hate listening to myself on podcasts. So this is going to be the first episode of Dream Factory that, that I missed this year. Oh. I would have. I'm, I'm losing my hundred percent record. Oh, damn! What can we and, do? We can send you an edit without you in, <laughs> if you could. And also, that'd be and great. our list, our, look, our listens are so important to us that even losing one listen, yeah, is we're gonna, we'll see that. Yeah. We'll know. We'll, we'll see on the on the graph when you stop listening. You see, you see, it's, it's perfect if you can just send me one without my feed because I love hearing people respond to me, but I just don't <laughs> like hearing myself. So that sounds perfect. Joel and I never record for more than half an hour together, but we're at the end of, we've done an episode with you, which will come out later. We're recording in reverse because this is actually, Pip doesn't know this, this is going out tomorrow as we record this. This is going out on the 13th of December. Uh, and we've recorded an episode with you talking about TV of the year, which yes. will go out at the end of the year. So yes. everything's wrong, basically. It's all messed up and backwards, but it could have feel are. more right to me. Um, hey, John, we're I, here to hey, hey, I wish, I wish we could jump back like the Lazarus Project. People oh. will understand that after yeah. that. Oh, God, yeah. Yes. That, that'll be we'll the end of the <laughs> John, we're here to pitch movies. And we're here to pitch Christmas movies. What have you got for me? What about this one from Sophie? Jingle All The Way. Sequel where Arnie battles to get his son, now in his 20s, the hot new protein powder for Christmas. Nice. And Arnie... I like it. That's interesting. Because oh, Arnie, you imagine Arnie is across his protein powders. 
Yeah. Big time. But this is you'd, special stuff. No, you'd think he definitely knows the one that's got all the hype so he can post that so people don't think he's using all the, st- st- the steroids <laughs> he's using. Because that's what fitness people have to do. They have to have the latest legal thing to cover up yep. all the drugs they're on. Shout out Dwayne Johnson. Um, Shout out a guy we got obsessed with, John, the liver king. The liver um, king. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. <laughs> Prime example of this. He's had to put out an apology, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, phenomenal who saw that coming and loads um, of people like responded to that going like yeah but you know you can do what you want it's like no he's made his business based yeah, on the fact yeah, yeah. that he's clean so it is it is quite bad so arnie's out there in the snow and the sleet maybe maybe he's he's lost touch with his son and the only way that they can reconnect is through the art of bodybuilding and in order to rebuild that relationship he thinks i'm going to get this my son the hot new whey protein that everyone's going on about and as a result of it being the hottest ticket in town, it's sold out everywhere. Mm. And so he is just going from gym to gym. I imagine he's getting into bicep curl competitions. That's what they do in <laughs> gyms, right? And yeah. fights. And he's like banging on the vending machines in gyms. He is at Sports Direct begging people behind the counter. I, 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 I'm into this. I can see it. I can see it. I, I don't working. remember a lot about Jingle All The Way, but there is a sequence where like, they have to get like a specific bouncy ball that like they can get to win the, the toy that the kid wants. I do like the idea of like a bunch of really ripped guys sort of running through a supermarket, bashing each other out of the way to get... Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say that to their faces, but I do think the idea of incredibly huge roided up guys running is quite funny. Yeah, it's always amusing. The, <laughs> the, the cardio side is always... a. A, a worry can we get some of them in suits because one of my favorite things is googling bodybuilders in suits because they look hilarious because suits don't fit bodybuilders and it just looks wonderful they look like well, cartoon characters because the first jingle away all the way didn't really sort of do enough with the fact that arnie is ripped i think mm. we can finally sort of you know use that to our advantage in this sequel so yeah, I got I think- really worried then that there was a whole series of Jingle All the Ways and John was an expert on it. Yeah, so did I, when he said the first, so the first Jingle, Jingle, Jingle All the Way, yeah, yeah. Uh, it only like, really sets up arguably the, it doesn't really get the to the level of the second Jingle All the Way. But. Yeah, the sort of the, the prequel and the sort of extended universe stuff is where you sort of really understand. Yeah, the I toy. Hey, how about this one from Rachel? Miracle on 35th Street. While everyone's attention is on Santa, the next street along is a series of really quite incredible miracles and no one gives a shit. It, like, no, it is popping off over on 35th Street and no one's paying a blind bit of notice. I and love it. Miracles left right and centre. The moral of this story is we've all forgotten what Christmas is really about. Jesus. It's Jesus doing the miracles next door. Yes. Jesus has come back. He's finally love thy neighbor. back. Expecting a big reception. <laughs> They're all and messing about with Santa, <laughs> one road up. Oh, I that's love perfect. That. It's perfect. Yeah, Jesus is going door to door, really and there's no good. one there. There's yeah, no it, one there. It can be. It can make a really serious point about how Christmas is a religious holiday, and it's been you know hijacked by the commercialization that Santa has brought us, and all this kind of thing. That it's all about gifts now and everything. Whereas when Jesus, you know, it was meant to be about celebrating the Lord and all this kind of thing. Yeah, Jesus is one street away from all of the action, and no yeah. one gives a damn. No it's one perfect. cares because Santa's there giving out some gifts, <laughs> he's, some free he's, gifts. Jesus has come back and he hasn't really been like, you know, 2000 years ago was the last time he was around. And unfortunately, what he doesn't realize, a lot of his miracles sort of look like basic, you know, hand card tricks and stuff. So people don't realize he's doing it for real. Jesus gets arrested because he's walking up to random people going, here, eat my flesh, bruv. (laughs) Drink my blood, fam. 
And, and he does like, talk what like is, that. What is this guy doing? <laughs> Why does he want us to eat his flesh and drink his blood? Yeah, this is it's horrible. Christmas. Let's go and talk to Santa. Yeah, because um, Santa's, that's the thing, right? Santa stayed there year after year after year after year, a constant presence. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with constant presence, whereas Jesus, you know, has, like you say, John, he's not been not been around for a long, and, long time. And with the kind of new meta, as they say, like teens aren't drinking as much as they used to and health and fitness is more of a thing. Jesus is turning people's water into wine and they're like, what have you done to my water? I don't drink. I'm teetotal. I'm so whey you protein. Idiot. Yeah, exactly. I can't mix that with my whey protein. Arnie blast by. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Uh, what about this one from Josh? I'm going to say this one and then I'm going to move. He's got two. I don't really want to focus on this one for too long, Joel. It's coming home alone. All <laughs> oh, right. It's a football thing. It's very sad. Yeah. Sorry, mate. What Ke- about this one? Kev- Kevin McAllister gets stuck, ends up on the plane to a World Cup, finds himself in the England squad. His parents don't realise until they're watching the World Cup on TV and he's lining up for England. And he scores the final penalty that gets England the World Cup. And he, but then the we get disqualified because he's American. There you go. Uh, here's another one from him Rampus a hacker known as Rampus so R-A-M Puss deletes the world's computer memory supplies I'm sure that's how it's done leaving supply chain chaos from the Christmas rush not not, not many Christmas films around kind of nerds and hacking maybe that's where we've been going wrong so we've got your classic nerd in his basement hacker guy mm-hmm. what's his motivation for deleting the world's computer memory he's on the bad list He's on the naughty list. He's trying to delete Santa. That's it. He's a hacker. He's trying to delete Santa's naughty list because he's on it. Naughty list. Yes. And, uh, I like he sw- it. Maybe he switches the list or something. I like the idea as well because every hacker in this day and age in a film has to have the anonymous mask. I like it that he's going to have a little Santa hat as well. <laughs> so the face will be the little anonymous mask face, but with a Santa hat, maybe with a beard drawn on. Because at this point, even Santa's gone. He's digitized. You imagine? Yeah. Yeah. His lists are going to be, they're going to be on the iPhone Notes app. There's just no ways he's he's moved from paper. I would say in the last decade, hundred percent. He's got a little mount for his iPad on his sleigh yeah. that he can just scroll yeah. through. Absolutely, it's all linked on maps, so each person he can just it's click and it directs them. He's even more efficient these days. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, a hacker has a feeling because of his aforementioned hacking that he's going to be on the naughty list. Yeah, he's not going to get what he wants for Christmas, and so he hacks into the the Santa server and he tries to delete himself from the list but he switches the lists so that everyone that's behaved well is receiving the coal under the tree and I imagine Christmas Day that's going to lead to riots right if all the naughty kids have been rewarded for their behaviour and all the nice kids have got nothing to show for it all the nice kids getting coal will be nice they'll just say oh that's so sad no but imagine if it imagine if it self-rights so all the naughty kids get gifts and become good because they got gifts and like, oh, wow, we've got gifts. This is nice. And all the good kids get cold and act up and r- r- riot and whatnot. And then it goes, right, well, actually, they were the naughty kids all along and all the all the naughty kids needed was to be treated with love. And, and it actually has a positive I Christmassy like this. You're, message. You're really giving us a nice... You're, you're really buying into the, the Christmas message for all of these you films. You've got to get the Christmas good. message across. You've got to get it out of there. Um, so, so, so these supposedly good kids now have coal and have become evil, and we're just that's the end of the film. We're, we're okay with that as the conclusion. Yep. Fuck them. Yep. Horrible yeah. fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met a kid who was on the naughty list. God, they must be hardcore. They're hardcore, yeah. yeah. Well, you've also never got coal for Christmas. No, of course not. I actually... Um, I watched... Muppets Christmas Carol last night. Uh, Good. All timer. And there's a bit at the very end 
spoiler alert, guys, when Scrooge <laughs> becomes a nice guy, um, he gives coal to the rats that work in his accountancy. Mm-hmm. And apparently they shot that, made it. And then when they test screened, loads of kids were like, oh, why does he still hate the rats? Because he's given um, them coal. But he was giving them coal for their fires. But when they tested the film, kids were like, oh, he's really nice. But he still hates all of his employees because he's just giving them coal for Christmas. So I was, I, I was, this shows how old and f- forgetful I am. I was about to say, I was listening to a podcast the other day and I was saying, not only Muppets Christmas Carol, but all Muppets films a quite Christmassy and a good watch this time of year, and I realised it was Dream Factory that that that, that was said on. So, I mean, <laughs> so. you tune in, you tune in at any point. You pick a Dream Factory episode <laughs> and just sort of scroll to around a minute. There's a chance the Muppets are getting mentioned. The Muppets so. will get a shout. Yeah, 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 I'm not. I'm not a big film crier, but oh, when someone does a nice thing, oh, it mm-hmm. kills me. And so all the Christmas, like the big Christmas films are big cries for me. So it's a wonderful life and mm-hmm. um, Muppets Christmas Carol, big but, Oh I, yeah, there was a bit, I was holding about the tears last night. Die hard, big, absolutely. Big <laughs> um, the bit when, when Tiny Tim's no longer there and Kermit's, oh my God, Kermit's telling Miss Piggy the spot he's picked out in the graveyard for Tiny Tim. Oh my God. This is a kid's Jesus film. Jesus Christ. <sighs> I know. It's tough, isn't it? And they've added in now. There was that song that they removed Again, when they tested it as a song, Love is Gone. Yeah. And? Which was too sad. They cut it from the film and they've put it back in. It's on the Disney Plus version this year. Brilliant. God, and, it hits you, you fu- Oh, is it sad? It's really sad. It's Take Love it is out. Gone, John. <laughs> Get rid of <laughs> <Yeah>. it again. <laughs> hey, how about this one from Nathan? Murder on the Polar Express. Every passenger has their own motive for murdering little Timmy. But who did it? And will Santa come to the rescue? I like it already. I've I was never on seen board Polar as soon Express. As it started. I've never seen Polar Express, but I like murder mysteries. Um, a, a murder so, mystery at Christmas. Yeah, it's yeah. a good idea. It's a good idea, isn't it? I could see, I could see Knives Out three happening at Christmas. Yeah, big Very family, good. big family get together. Maybe you know they get snowed in somewhere, mm-hmm. and there's a well, murder in a in a big Christmassy lodge in Switzerland or something. Definitely see it happening. I don't think Tiny Tim is a character from the Polar Express for the record. I think. Um, who who's who sent this one in? Nathan. Well, he's he said little Timmy, so I think I think he's used some creative license there. I don't think Dickens can come for us. <laughs> but, well, that's little Timmy say. is completely different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Small so, small Tom. We're avoiding any uh, any legal run-ins with the Dickens estate. Yeah, but it, legally, right? A legal, you know, any coincidence, any sort of similarities, a coincidence. We are sort of saying this is the same character. And why would, why no, would no, someone no. want We're to No, no, no. We're not saying him? it's the same character, okay? Sorry. If you guys want to start rap careers, <laughs> one of you can be Tiny Wayne and the other one can be Lil Temper <laughs> and no one can touch you. As right. long as you change your Tiny rap, Wayne is such a... How are you getting any respect in, in the rap <laughs> game with the name Tiny Wayne? Wayne. <laughs> Here comes Tiny Wayne. Tiny Wayne. Here comes Lil Temper. <laughs> Little Tempest. Little Tempest, Tempest sounds like sounds... one of the Snow White, uh, the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> I, I was going to say it sounds like something I would call my son if he was having a tantrum. <laughs> Come here, Little Temper. <laughs> um, so yeah, but why why would someone murder a little child on a train? This I'm not I'm not over the moon about this. Could it be? Can we make it some sort of Scroogey character that gets murdered, and then that way, mm. you know, it's I think, justified. I think the big reveal that the killer was a polar bear explains the choice of because <laughs> yeah. they don't have to have a conscience and, a, and an active choice nice yeah, yeah, yeah. turns I out like, the killer the, the bit like, who <laughs> would kill a little who would kill little timmy the bit where they're in the room you know in murder on the Orient express they're all gathered in one room and poirot's like 
the killers in this room and it's just a room of people <laughs> and a fucking violent polar bear <laughs> but well you know he's going saying, around think- the room and you know you said no. you're in the buffet carpet and there's no. just a bear growling the, the, the entire style, time the aesthetic of your murder mysteries the polar bear is laid out and he's pretending to be a rogue ah, nice. he's fine okay, nice. no as, as Poirot's doing the rounds he steps on the polar bear's tail <laughs> yeah. that's how they go because we were saying this the other day on an episode, I think, about the idea of introducing a new role, a rule late into the film. And I think the idea that, yeah, it's completely played straight. And then it's just the last minute that, oh, yeah, also there was a polar bear that was run right on the <laughs> just tray. On the tray. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone, I don't think we mentioned this, but. I don't think Ryan Johnson will be slightly more clever with his plotting than just, oh, and by the way, there was a polar bear. Yeah. Yeah, but he's missing out. Unless it could be like the train from uh, is it Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, where it's young Indiana Jones at the start and he runs the length of that train and there's a lion on it and snakes. I'm just saying these trains are out there, guys. (laughs) These trains exist. (laughs) They've been established. In I'm not sure how responsible Network Rail is for that sort of train, but it would be good when the when there's train strikes over Christmas if there's just like a polar bear on the picket line. (laughs) (laughs) What about this one from Stu? The Chris Mask. Jim Carrey accidentally stumbles upon a mask that gives him incredible reality warping powers and also makes him Santa or something. Jim Carrey as Santa's good. Yeah, we'd watch. I prefer it to be a, it's not a Christmas film and he's just got a Chris mask. Now it could be Chris Pine, (laughs) it could be Chris Hemsworth, Mm -hmm. it could be any of the big Chrises. Yeah. But I think Jim Carrey would be happy to, to, to transform into any of them and that's easier. Because it's, be it's basically a face-off, a body swap type thing. Jim Carrey puts on a mask. He becomes he can be any Chris, Chris. Pine. Yeah, any Chris. Yeah, it changes each time. Yeah, I like the idea of getting someone like Chris Evans in to try and recreate the physicality of Jim Carrey. I think <laughs> mm-hmm. that's quite a task for any actor. I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Under I still don't know why. John Travolta and, and, and Nicolas Cage never got any Oscar nods for playing each other because I genuinely feel when John Travolta's character is supposedly Nicolas Cage, it feels like Nicolas Cage playing John. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, yeah, can, yeah. You, you, you can tell which one's which. You and buy it's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Underrated performances there. I know it's a bit of a joke film these days, but underrated performances. Def- definitely agree. And Jim, uh, m- more Jim Carrey on my screens is a is a good thing. Yeah. Is in thing. films and stuff, not necessarily doing yeah. really long, confusing interviews. Yeah, less of that, less of that. <laughs> Maybe a bit less of that, more performances. Yeah, yeah. I think another, like something I, I think, I feel like this is a conversation you had on your podcast, Pip, seven years ago. Is it the thing about, has anyone ever had a better run, a better year of films than Jim Carrey? Is yeah. That a theory, yeah. Is that a theory he of yours? That, like he, a, he, he had that run of, of, of The Mask. He had Ace Ventura in there. He had... Dumb and Dumber, Dumber, Dumber in there. there. Yeah. It was a hell of a. It's like one year with a sort of four massive, brilliant and, and cable movies. guy in the middle. Yeah, just ridiculous. Yeah, really, absolutely good. ridiculous. What a guy! How about this one from Daryl Slade Runner? Noddy Holder and the rest <laughs> of the gang must hunt down replicants before they steal Christmas. Oh mate, I love it, and I love the tension of waiting for him to shout it's Christmas. Like it's the yes. real feel. You know it's going to happen when you get it. When yeah. you get it, I'd hold off so long on when that. when he kills the final replicant. It might be a post-credit scene. It might, it oh, might wow. be a post-credit scene. He's like using his guitar as a literal axe, right? Yeah. He screams his Christmas and takes off <laughs> nice. his head. Because yeah. it's constantly raining in Blade Runner. Just replace that with snow. Yeah. Easy. That's an instant win. That's an easy win. 
Noddy Holder and Harrison Ford. I mean, we all know the obvious similarities there. We don't need to go into that. That's that's a pretty easy switch. Um, Noddy Holder doing a big that big speech in the rain. Is mm. it is, is that going to work? <laughs> I know I've it's seen not, things. It's not, it's not him. It's, it's Rutger, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen reindeers you wouldn't believe. Yeah, that <laughs> that's fine. That's actually yeah. done by the lead singer of the band Wizard. So that'll yeah. be nice. perfect. Nice. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um have you got any more, John? Or do you want to pitch our own? Let's where, I've got one more, one more. Okay. Okay. What about this one from Martin? Me, my elf and I. A woman gets to live her life out with one of Santa's helpers. Beautiful. I was I thinking think. me, my elf and Irene, which is uh again Jim we're Carrey back again. in Jim Carrey we're territory. Back Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. So which I'd imagine is sort of a tasteless film about sort of uh, schizophrenia nowadays, but make one of those personalities an elf. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Perfect. Sometimes Perfect. they write themselves, Sean. Sometimes they write themselves. All right. Um, let's right, do let's ours. Let's do ours. Here's one from me. Dr. Strangelove, actually. It's Christmas Eve. Hugh Grant is dancing through number 10. And while dancing around, he slips and accidentally launches a nuclear attack on Lapland. It's up to Colin Firth, Martin Freeman, Emma Thompson, Liam Neeson and Kira Knightley to resolve their various Christmas dramas and prevent the attack from happening. I love it. Because if you attack Lapland, they don't have sort of like big military capabilities, but they do have magic, which I'd imagine is quite good in warfare. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's why no one's ever launched an attack on Lapland. <laughs> yeah, that's the main. They also sort of have the secret to infinite resources and time travel. So, yeah, there, there's some, you know, if you could win the war against Lapland, you're going to unearth technology. You know, you can't even imagine. It's like mutually assured destruction and the the nuclear deterrent, but there's also the sort of terrifying Santa deterrent as well that we don't really talk about in politics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not nearly enough. Is is Love actually the one that's got the the holding the signs? Yes, insane. it does. What can they be doing that for in this? What can that be? What what secret? I reckon they want each to get one's a number, and it's, a nucle- it's the nuclear code. <laughs> it's, the nuclear code. <laughs> it's just like one seven five. It just keeps dropping the code. It is the nuclear She's looking code. Looking around, all nervous. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. In that's one don't, of the weirdest scenes. Don't in let cinema, the right? vice president hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretend it's carol singers, and then <laughs> <he> just starts <laughs> dropping the nuclear yeah. code. That's how it all starts. It's the yeah, vice president yes, that sets off yes. the thing because it's, it's even the code. Uh, what are you going to say about that go. scene? Weirdest scene. It's ever. one of the weirdest scenes in cinema, isn't it? When he yeah. rings the door, so much has to go right for him there. So he's in love with his best mate's wife. Yeah. Yes. And he goes on Christmas Eve and rings at their door, and he's got cards, you know, a la Bob Dylan, subterranean, homesick blue style he's dropping and he's basically going to relay the message to the wife that he's madly in love with her but the husband can't hear so he's got a boom box to play carol singers and then he drops these cards one by one but we, we've seen this a thousand times if the husband answers the door it's game over 100 mm-hmm. percent. what how do you cover that up you know it's so strange and then i think she chases him down the street and i also think i don't know isn't the husband just like quite nice I, yeah, don't, I, was, I haven't established I was, I was in the film say, that he's an arsehole. But that era of films did a really good job of painting snidey or just really sh- shitty stalkerish behaviour as wonderful romance. Yeah, yeah. And this is pretty shit. It's his best mate. He should yeah. be letting him hear. I get it. You've fallen in love. You can't help that. But l- l- let them both know. Don't be standing there with your little yeah. your carol singers cut. And that's... If there's ever premeditated, that's very premeditated. That's as premeditated as you can get. He's got I re- the carol I reckon, singing recorded. Exactly. I reckon I'm 
about four cards in, I'd start thinking, this is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets to, he does about 30 cards. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, you say like, oh, whatever, it's the husband answering the door. But also like, he says, say it's carol singers. If I'm sat and some carol singers have shown up to the house, I'm not just going to go, I'll continue, I'll continue watching telly. I won't see the carol singers. Yeah. Of course I'm going to the door. Yeah. Yeah. You give them a look. Yeah. <laughs> it's Time very to piss off. Come on then, John. What have Classic you got? Classic romance. A Muppet's Christmas Carol is the film you know and love, but there's a subplot about Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara falling in love. Carol? We, yep. Yeah. Yep, cool. Got, yep. That's good. Well done. Okie doke. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that pretty much brings us to the end. Normally we decide a winner here, but I guess Pip, that the honour's yours today to pick um, a winner. If you need a reminder, we've had uh, Doctor Strange Love Actually, Slade Runner, Murder on the Polar Express, Miracle on 35th Street. John. The Chris Mask, Jingle All the Way, It's Coming Home Alone, <laughs> Rampus, Me, My Elf and I. Um, I think I'd go for Miracle on, on 35th Street. I think it's it's got all the Christmas cheer and a, and a, you know, a real anti-Christmas m- m- message at the same time, which is what I want from my films. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us, Pip. I, I don't know if there's anything specific you want to plug. Distraction Pieces podcast, you're Not on at Twitch. all, yeah. I've got podcasts about, I'm on Twitch, I do bits, I do stuff. I've got nothing to sell. I'm just excited to be here, guys. It's <sighs> been a pleasure listening to you. I've said this on two podcasts now, but it's been a pleasure listening to you all year. So it's good to come on and have a little natter. Uh, thank you Pip, so can much. You, can you stay with us for five more minutes? And I, w- I want to know what your Christmas day is like. Really yeah, quickly. I'm so glad we'll you do asked that after the... do the same thing. Pip, it's Christmas Day. Talk oh my us God. through. That's come quick. Talk, I know. <laughs> well, thanks so much for spending it with us. Um, uh, what are the what are the key tenets of a right. of a, of a Pipmas? Here's what I'm telling you. L- uh, last year, I nailed Christmas Day. Here we go. All right. Here, yes, come on. It's the first year. It's the first Christmas I've had with our dog. So mm-hmm. we've got a dog. So good start. F- first things first. I make a load of bacon and brie rolls, wrap them in tin foil, pop them in a little bag. I then meet my brother and dad on a dog walk. So yes. me, and my partner, my brother, my dad, and my dog, I'm I'm whipping out the bacon and brie oh, rolls for breakfast. So All we're right. having a nice, cool, wintry walk with the dog. Of course, I bought him a few treats as well. He's <laughs> yeah. having a lovely time. Then I head home, and we because it was the first one with the dog, my mum's got a cat, my dad lives on his own. We had Christmas at mine. But I got my mum to do the turkey because I've I've not got the biggest oven, and because all the other bits are the more f- f- fun bits to cook at Christmas. Absolutely, absolutely. So I got to just make lovely potatoes and veg yes. and all sorts of other stuff. Then hosted cr- Christmas. The one mistake we made was, uh, my dog's a rescue dog. Shout out to, to Finley. Not a fan of like fireworks and stuff. I didn't think. That had also applied to Christmas crackers. Oh, wow. Yeah, lost his shit. Proper lost it. Because it is just a bang, isn't it? It's a really yeah. scary. So that, he just had him, that had him going crazy. So this year we might pass on the Christmas crackers. So yeah, all of that business. Relax on the sofas to watch a bit of TV. Everyone loves a family game at Christmas, right? Yes. Yeah. This year, no more jockeys. 
Oh, yes. yes. Wonderful game to bring into the family brilliant, for Christmas brilliant. mix. We had the so best good. time. Um, my brother and mum and dad and all that that went home. When my brother had got home, he said, oh, I forgot something and sent a video of him doing the handshake that they do at the end of No More Jockeys. <laughs> so we all then sent videos of handshakes amazing, around. Amazing. Then just collapsed and watched TV. It was a pretty bang on Christmas yeah, day, and I'm hoping so to recreate it as best as possible this year. I love oh. the idea of no more jockeys with the family. Yeah, no it's more brilliant. The really worked great well. Shout. Both of my parents have tried watching no more jockeys, not really understood it, and bailed. But playing it, it you get you you, you get the hang yeah. of it. It's a different thing to. To, to watching it it's easier so yeah I recommend that as a Christmas game for everyone this year no more jockeys or just to watch on YouTube it's we should have talked about that in our, our TV we shows episode yeah, really yeah, yeah. but yeah well yeah listen to that next week two weeks yeah, time a couple we of weeks Pip's podcast where we talked about our TV of the year but thank you so much have thank a, you have a lovely Christmas and thank you John I mean I'm going to talk to you again before Christmas but have a lovely week you know thank you very much have a good time and love to all the listeners send us film ideas please Goodbye. Bye. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.